and welcome to Control Alt Deplete, episode 24. 24? 24. Doing this for a long while way. now. Yeah, I think yeah. it's. I'm, cu- I'm curious when our first one was, like when our year mark was. I think it was, it was either in the fall or the win- early winter. It was yeah, it was like right around the time I think that Dragonflight was getting ready to come out. I think. But uh, yeah, we've been going for a while. Yeah, and, uh, twenty-four been episodes is, is pretty impressive. Yep. So hope everyone is doing all right. I am Buck Blind, the Demon Hunter, and on the right, the anything but Fire Mage. Uh, Mr. Bioshock. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not saying Fire Mage is good. It's just it's better. Uh huh. Uh huh. Fire Mage is terrible. I, 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 still must, I still don't play it, man. It's it's so I know you know, off topic real quick, but um, with the, some of the changes, like instead of spamming Pyroblast when anyway, you now you spam Flame Strike because now Flame Strike adds to your hot streak. Right. So you get a lot of Flame Strike and Flame Patch damage, which is kind of kind of cool because. It, yeah, we're not so like dependent on pyros all the time. I don't know. It's it's cool, but I still don't think it's the strongest of the three. I think I think it's, I think Frost is the best than Arcane and Fire. But yeah, anyways, carry on. Well, I mean, Frost is always the best, but uh, you it's, know, it's it's Arcane sure. is is second best, and then Fire needs to just be deleted from the game, or you make their combust like a, a thirty second cooldown. So I'm not always here. My combust, I don't have combust. Don't pull, <laughs> wee 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 wee. I don't think I've ever seen somebody type that in chat yet. They're like, have, don't, don't pull yet. In, in Shadowlands, I saw it all the time in Shadowlands. Almost every Fire Mage I got. And I, I don't know if Combust was a longer cooldown back then, but nah, I swear it too. was every single Fire Mage was just like, I don't have Combust. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Wait, wait 30 seconds for Combust. Like, I'm not waiting. It's a time dungeon. Yeah. That's, what, that's, that's yeah, the point of time. It drives me yeah. nuts when people are like, wait for my cooldowns. <laughs> No, like I'll I'll pull smaller, and then when you have your cooldown, I'll pull bigger. But like, I'm not just gonna stop pulling because you don't have yeah. your cooldown. That's yeah. Cool. My headphones are looking <laughs> weird. I don't know. Yeah, it is. my headphones like. Well, go on. I don't know what my headphones doing. It's weird. It's like showing up as not my headphone. I don't know. It's weird. It's probably her light. <laughs> um. <laughs> so the first episode that we ever did was nine months ago, September thirtieth. Oh, so fall, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was right before the. It was right just before the launch because launch was uh, uh, November. October. Yeah, October. November now. I can't remember when <laughs> launch was. I want to say it's November. I was in November um, two. I'm not sure. I think it was the very. I think it was Thanksgiving week, or the week before Thanksgiving. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. I think it was Thanksgiving week because I took off peak season, which was Thanksgiving right. week. Oh, it was yeah. the week right after. It was the Monday right after Thanksgiving. I think because um, that would have been uh, Cyber Monday, and I did not go to work that Monday or Tuesday. I only worked one day the entire peak season. And, Everyone hated me for it. <laughs> but, uh, when did Dragonfly launch date? Was, yeah, November 28th. Yep. Oh, okay. 
So it was the Monday right after Thanksgiving. But uh, yeah, so we did we did episodes for about two months then leading up to it. Yeah, we, we missed like, I want to say we missed most of February. Yeah, we missed a lot of time and uh, it's about seven, eight weeks in January and February. A little bit of March. Yeah. Right, I, think was, I think it was mainly February and a little bit of March because yeah. we all just kind of had other stuff going on. Uh, we are yeah. back from a two-week break. Because we had some, I, I had some stuff going on the past couple weeks, so we did not do the podcast. I was podcasts. out of town as well. Yep, but uh, we are back and uh, didn't miss anything because last week was Sanguine Week, so it would have <laughs> just been me ranting and raving about Sanguine <laughs> and how much I hate it. So, yeah. you know, this week I'll rant and rave about other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, speaking of affixes, uh, these, these week's affixes are tyrannical, entangling, and bursting. So tyrannical's easy, you know, we, we all know tyrannical. Entangling totally. is one of the newer affixes. Super easy. Yeah, entangling's pretty easy. Um, you just have to move out of it or use any kind of uh, Freedom ability. Order. Yeah, any kind yeah, any kind of ability that reduce that gets rid of movement and pairing effects. So like Paladins of Blessing to Freedom, Strews Shapeshift. Um uh, Mages can shield because there's a talent to use shields to remove their tire, uh, movement and right. effects. So you can just pop like blazing barrier, mage barrier, whatever respect you are, and it'll take you out of the entangling as well without having to move out. Right. Um, and then the final affix is bursting, which if you have a shadow priest in your group, uh, they can master spell bursting. So that's nice. Yes. Run into shadow priest like everyone's already doing. <laughs> right. Yeah. Most groups already have a shadow priest anyway. It is still the number one spec i believe pretty sure yes it's like it's like i think i think the very very high keys fire mage is the best well i'm talking like most Shadows. played like oh, most, most played? played oh shadow yeah. priest by far yeah yeah i think shadow priest right now is the highest played dps for uh according to raider io as it should be because it is uh pretty strong and a lot of good it's utility very good yeah um yeah number one played for I don't know. I don't. I don't know if it'll work. We'll have to try it out tonight. But I'm wondering if uh, Death Knight's Death's Advance would work on entangling. Um, possibly, possibly. I'll have to, I'll have to test it out. I can yeah, see so it working, but so I can see it not working. So for twenties and up, Red Pally actually is top as far as most played at twelve point three, and then Shadows at ten point two. Uh, then we jump to 25 and up, uh, 25% are Shadow Priests, and nobody's even close. Sub Rogues yeah. are second at 12. <laughs> so more than double the Shadow Priests on those 25s and up. Yeah. But, uh, yep. Um, yeah, no, I don't know if Death's Advance works or not. I'll have to look that up. Uh, while you go ahead and talk about our next topic, next bit of news. Okay, so the trading post stuff, uh, I'm just going to give you a rundown of like the best stuff. Um, there's a lot of transmog stuff, you know, for 100 to 500 uh, coins or whatever. Um, I, I, so quickly before I get into this, the rewards, I read an article today that says Blizzard is not in plan on putting in Traveler log tokens for money. Interesting. So I, 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 I was looking, I was looking into that and they said they're not doing it. I am going to uh, say that uh, they decided not to do it because <laughs> the fact that they had icons for it i think they 100 were planning on doing it and then i think the uh the feedback they got 
was that that was uh, be a terrible idea, which honestly, like, I get it, but I also don't think it's that terrible because it's all cosmetic. But uh, yeah, but I think uh, I think the yeah. feedback probably made them go, yeah, you know what, never mind. Yeah. Anyways, continuing on. So there's uh, three mounts, uh, two you can buy, and one is the end of the end of the month reward. If you get the, uh, it's a so last couple months the traveler's log has been uh, up to a thousand coins, like like for or a thousand points to finish the month. It's now fourteen hundred. So it's a little bit more, but that being said, you get a little bit more coins to spend on items in the in the reward area. Um, so there's the green scorpion. I don't know the ex- I don't have the exact name of it, but it's got the model of like one of the big scorpions from like uh, the Horde Guild mount and the mount from Siege of Ogmar, I think it is. Where it's just green though, so it's it's cool looking. I think it costs uh, five fifty or six fifty for that. Uh, Tyrell's charger, the one that was in the, that's been kind of making. The, I think I saw it, like in the store around Christmas time because I was going to get it but I ended up not getting it and it, it and I got it now because of the reward it cost 900 uh, traveler log tokens for that one um, the, uh, the third rare item that I'm not I'm trying to decide between if I'm going to save it or, or get the, the mount is the spectral tiger cub um, that's supposedly pretty rare and I think I looked it up on eBay I think we both did I think it came to be around two or three hundred bucks for the Tiger Cub, because it is a TCG yep. item. So it's like you can't get it other than this than this month or this month's rewards. Um. Uh, to, then to finish off the the Traveler's Log for the month is a is a Grotto Netherwing Drake, and it, it's a dragon riding mount. So it's for the you can use it to fly around in actual in the actual new zone, the Dragon Elves. Uh, which is cool because, like, I, I was gonna say it's cool because we haven't really gotten anything like cool to fly mount in the game because of the mythic that they want to give us fly mounts for the for a mythic reward for the mythic for KSM, I should say. Yeah. So it's kind of cool that we can get another another fly mount, even though like everyone can get it. It's, it's still it's a really cool looking mount. And I, I really enjoy it. Yep. Um, on the note of what we were discussing a minute ago, Death Advance does not remove entangling, but it does remove okay. the slow from it, but you still have to get out of the circle uh, or be slowed. Because okay. uh, it just it makes you so you can't be slowed below 100% of your speed. Yeah. Okay. But, uh, um, yeah, you want to take it away with the Catalyst? Alright, so we also, uh, for quite a few weeks, we've had the Catalyst uh, has been out inspiration cat i don't know what they called it but i think it's inspiration catalyst or something Something anyway the catalyst has been out for a while so you should at this point have enough charges saved up on every character to turn anything into tier and get your four set right off the bat um however uh starting tuesday with 10.1.5 you can go into raids from shadowlands season three uh you can go into the uh raid for uh, season one of Dragonflight, and you can any any piece of gear that you get in there you can go to your creation catalyst and turn into tier for free you don't have to use a charge or anything um you can go and Does, it'll turn into the tier for whatever difficulty the piece of gear you got was from that is legacy so that mean i could do it from a battlefield bizarre lore set 
I don't think so. I think it has to be uh, either Shadowlands season three or four, or um, the uh, season one of Dragonflight. Not a hundred percent positive on that though. Uh, they had that was the examples that they gave. It's possible that uh, it's possible that maybe that'll work for old stuff. But right now, because it's the uh, creation catalyst. And the revival catalyst, so I don't know if the old tier stuff or other gear works for that. Um, it says that it is for sepulcher of the first ones and for vault of the incarnates or forbidden reach gear. Um, so I, it doesn't say anything about old gear stuff. I don't think it'll work for that, based off my understanding. But it is possible that maybe that is something that they will. Uh, change going forward maybe you'll be allowed to do that with uh previous expansions and stuff as well yeah that'd be cool i hope so yeah i think that'd um, be really cool for people to get their tier stuff from from old raid get the tier appearances even if yeah. you didn't get the tier but who knows yeah uh we're going to take it PvP. Yep, yep. Moving on. So, uh, I guess the last podcast we did, I talked about how to, how it was the we were in the week one, I believe it was. So now we're going into week... Uh, cup three finished on the weekend last week, so, you know, a little bit ago. Um, and week f- four of the AWC, which I think is the final one. I, think, I don't know if it's final. I want to say it's final, but I'm not entirely sure. Um, that one has been played offline this week, uh, and there will be games. Today was European. Um, tomorrow will be European finals, and then there'll be at the NA, and then NA finals on Sunday. Um, so it's uh, it's been a good, good, a very amusing uh, set of PvP games from watching them. A lot of like different comps are kind of cool to see. Um, I did if. Anyone listening knows Peekaboo. Then you know how good he is. And for the first three weeks, um, <clears throat> they went and you play about three. You play it's a best of uh, best of five, right? So they play up to best of five, and they went thirty-two wins, one loss. So they were just steamrolling everybody, which is kind of it was kind of funny. But uh, they actually lost quite hard this last this last week so uh, a lot of like i said any teams any team can win which is kind of cool because like past expansions it's like you got like two or three main teams and the rest is just kind of competing for like fifth <laughs> but um a, lo- a lot of top teams and it's a lot of back and forth so it's cool to, it's cool to watch for sure it's very amusing nice um, I have discovered something on your question for your DK with entangling. Yep. You can pre anti match. Yep. AMS uh, or AMS. There's all team debuff. Uh, it says uh, it's just usually simpler just to walk out of it. But if yeah, you need to, would, you can I do that. Wanna, I don't think I'd want to waste a, 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 um, AMS for something like that. You want to need it for right. traction because it's like a 40 second cooldown. So I mean, it's not very long, but you never know if you're going to need it or not. Right. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. So PvP would be fun to watch. I think. Uh, I 
think they're taking top four from NA and EU, and I think they're going to take them rather than play at, at some of it. I, I don't know. I would hope so. If it's announced that they're now hosting, if they're starting another BlizzCon, I hope that there's a finals for like PvP, like on the BlizzCon stage, would be cool. <clears throat> um. Okay. Yes. So, uh, the next thing, which is probably one of the biggest things about this next patch, other than like reworks to classes and stuff, is the new Mega Dungeon. Um, just like the past Mega Dungeons from past expansions, it's going to have eight bosses. So I, I would assume that the following season, it'll be split into two, I'm guessing. Where you play, you have four and four, and it's just different wings. Uh, right? You think it sounds right? Um, I mean, right now it's just going to be all yeah, together. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Probably I mean, season, season three and four, yeah, we'll probably get double wings on it. That's what I was thinking, yeah. Um, whether, so, whether it'll be four and four, who knows? Because, like, uh, the um, the Bazaar and, uh, and Shadowlands, that they did five and three. So you, oh, really? it just depends on how they decide to set it up. Right, yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, along those lines, so there's eight bosses. I'll quickly just go over them. Uh, there's uh, a lot of the models are pretty cool. Especially, I really like the... The model of uh, Tear the Empty Keeper and also Morchi, so pretty cool. Uh, so the bosses are uh, the Chronicar, um, Manifested Timeways, which is like uh, just a, you're fighting, looks like gold-looking people <laughs> from like, a different timeline. Looking, looks like so it's pretty cool. Uh, Blighted Galcrond, uh, a Riddicron the Stone Scaled, Morchi, Tear the Infinite Keeper, Time Lost Battlefield, and Chrono War Dios and the Infinite Dragonflight. Um, so some cool bosses if you want to see what they look like. I think you can look at the Dungeon Journal on the PTR, I assume. Uh, otherwise, you can find it on like Wowhead, that kind of stuff. Um, but that being said, they said it's going to have very raid-like mechanics or difficulty to them. So it's not going to be something you just breeze through really easily like some of the past Mega Dungeons. Nothing the past Mega Dungeons were easy, but I don't think they're going to be as hard as the way they're making this dungeon out to be. Because they're adding like the achievement for the cutting edge version of the Mega Dungeon, so I'm assuming it's going to be somewhat difficult. But yeah, so I think it's cool. I think I think uh, raid like fights for five man groups are which is really cool. Uh, the war mechanics maybe and some like just need to be on your game more. I don't know. It just sounds good. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. All right. Um. Yeah, no, I'm looking forward to the Mega Dungeon just to try it out and see. Yeah. Um, I do like the uh, the achievements that they're going to have in there. Yeah. For getting it done. And uh, I'm curious. I'm more curious to see it for Mythic Plus. Because uh, I'm sure we will have it in Mythic Plus for Season 3. Oh, yeah. Possibly Season yeah. 4 as well. We'll see. Although they might. I, what I'm curious is are they're they going to do. split it to one season. That's what I'm wondering if they're going to do one wing in season three and the second wing in season four, or if they're going to yeah, have both thinking. in right away. Uh, I yeah. don't know, but uh, we shall see. Yeah. Um, the. Uh, another f bit of news is uh, you can get the Picnic Basket, which is the trading card game toy, is available from, from Twitch Drops. 
uh, from July 11th to July 18th. So during that time, watch four hours of Wild Dragonflight content, and then you will be able to get your Twitch drop from that. Uh, both of our Twitch channels will uh, usually have the Twitch drops active, so yeah. you can always check us out for a few hours. Once you hit four hours, you can claim it. You got your pick, basket toy. Yes. But so uh, there's another TCG item to bring back, which is kind of cool. Yep, yep. Um, so then also, uh, some article that I saw earlier today and uh, made me a little tilted because uh, it sounds really dumb and a bad idea. Uh, they are bringing uh, the ability to ping stuff in game. Now, I've never used a ping system because I've never played anything except WoW pretty much. Uh, you can already yeah. kind of ping the mini-map, like give a direction like, hey, go over here, like not a big deal. Uh, but this is supposed to be similar to like what League of Legends and other MOBAs have and stuff. So um, I know you probably have more insight as to how it actually, the system actually works than I do. Uh, but I'm sure, I'm sure that once everybody has the ability to ping people in the group, it will only be used for good and for communication and absolutely not any kind of toxic behavior whatsoever will be <laughs> uh, used by this ping system. I'm sure, I'm sure. Because the wild yeah. community, as we all know, is the nicest, friendliest, least toxic community in all of gaming. Uh, hmm, yeah. <laughs> this yeah, is a bad I, idea in my opinion <laughs> I so it just if you think about it in like a league perspective like I was telling you like probably at 100% 95% of that time it's toxic yeah and 5% somewhat useful yeah like the times I can see it being useful is in Naltheris pinging the gold on the ground right so I, th I think that would be nice it's easier for people to kind of see it yeah but what i like what i see very... happening what i see happening from a tank perspective i start pulling i you know i have my routes already for every dungeon i have my route now i'm i this is the route i run this is what i'm running and what i see happening is any pug doesn't like what i'm pulling is going to start pinging me to try to get me to try to go over and do this other pool and do that do blah 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 and then rage yeah. and get mad um, if you mess up, they're just going to start pinging you to make fun of you. Like it's it's not going to be, uh, it's not going to be used for good communication. It's going to be used to to torture people and harass yeah. people. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I, you know, Blizzard says that using it to, you know it'll be good for accessibility, which it, it's true. It all the things you're saying, the reasons to bring it in are true. It can be used for those things. Um, it just won't be used for those things. <laughs> like, yeah. That's the thing. It, it, like you said, 5% of the time it'll be used for good. 95% of the time it'll just be toxic. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's wonderful. Uh, so glad yeah. they're doing that. Um, but uh, And then another thing that they've done, and it wasn't, it's not so much just a bad thing to do. It just makes no sense to me. Um they are, are with this new patch. Uh, you will be at there will be a vendor where you can use your extra profession knowledge to buy artisans metal. Uh, which I you know those of you that have done professions will probably be aware. Uh, profession knowledge is very hard to get. Artisans metal is very easy to get. So I don't know why they they feel like people have extra profession knowledge. 
I mean, there probably are people, if it, maybe, that have maxed out their stuff, maybe, uh, if they started from day one. Uh, but, like, I feel like right now there's no point in starting alts because there's no good way to get uh, artifact knowledge. Now, yeah. Maybe there's something out there that's easy to get artifact knowledge now. I don't know. I have not seen anything, no changes. Um, I feel like that's that's been one big issue is they haven't placed any kind of catch-up mechanics in the game for artifact knowledge, really. Uh, yeah. So why they're putting the system in for you to get rid of your artifact knowledge, I don't know. Um, uh, I would love, if there is a way to get infinite profession knowledge or an extremely large amount consistently, please let us know in the comments because uh, we don't know and I, it feels like professions it's the thing where they screwed up with professions. I, I love the yeah. uh, the work order system. That's been amazing once you figured it out. It had a high it had a, it had a steep learning curve I feel like. Yeah, it took me a while. I feel like you would agree. Uh, the work order system, being able to put in work orders to get stuff crafted that you ordinarily wouldn't be able to get I think it is a very has it has been really really awesome, and made it nice and easy to get crafted gear at a high level. Um, yeah, I think that is a win from the profession changes. I think profession knowledge, honestly, I don't even have a problem with the talent trees and stuff that they've got for professions. I like the system. Uh, it's just that profession knowledge is so hard to get. That's the issue. Um, yeah. The profession knowledge, if you could consistently, reliably get 30 40 profession knowledge a week that'd be excellent you know right now you like consistently can get like five a week uh so it just feels like it's there's no point if you didn't start right off the bat um, yeah i think what it needs is almost like a uh like a like a valor or a crest type system where you're capped on an amount for week one but then that cap increases and so if you didn't get any you could just infinitely keep getting it until you hit that cap I think that would be a better system for profession knowledge than what they currently have. Yeah. Just in my opinion. Uh, yeah, go ahead and take it away with our next point. Um, so this is news to me. <laughs> um, increasing the BOE drops from legacy rates help transmog farmers. So, um, for example, I was working on getting my sets for my DK, my warrior, Tumasar Garrison, etc. And the last piece I had to get was either boots or belt, and it's only it's only dropped off trash. So I was looking at the auction house, and you get, you, get, you know, they're selling for like 200k. So it's kind of frustrating. But I mean, that would be nice. You could just kind of have a better chance of getting these. Right. I just added a link for the theories. article, by the way. I open it. That way, uh, I don't know if it lists. It didn't say specifically uh, how much of it. Or like what the increase would be, I don't think. But uh, yeah, so I see like the pictures they've, they've uh, put out for like any gear. Uh, not really. Um, well, no, I see them right now. Like, oh yeah, a couple. There's a couple of pieces, but yeah. Couple, couple pieces, yeah. Um, but um, legacy raids, which would be what Shadowlands and and on. Yeah. Yes. Any any non-current expansion raid. Yeah. So that's that's cool. Like I said, it really helps. And I, I hope, even if I don't get lucky and get the BOEs, that if I need to buy them, they're a lot cheaper. I, it's, at least I hope that is what happens. Right. Because uh, to finish a set, because I, I don't, I don't want to have like a whole set except for missing one piece. So I'll fork that gold over here to complete the transmog. 
<laughs> but it ends up being, you know, like, I, I spent, like, probably, the most expensive one I probably bought was probably about 175k um, boots for my DK. Um, other, other than that, I've spent, like, 100k on boots or or even bracers just to finish the transmog. The so most I, I have ever spent to buy a tra piece of gear for transmog would probably be zero gold. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that I've ever bought any any gear for transmog. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, thought, I mean, I've finished almost all the sets. <clears throat> all the sets I've been working towards, so that's nice. But yeah. if there's any sets in the future that I need to get, then I need a BOE piece up, then gold's a lot, a lot less like, the right. cost for it. Now, I think the most money, the most gold I ever spent on a BOE item would have been my weapons at the start of Shadowlands. I bought BOE weapons right off the bat. But in fairness, I think I used those BOE weapons for the almost the entire season. Uh, so, right. you know, I got a lot of use. I spent like, a, it was like 120,000 gold on each of them. But yeah. uh, I, I used them. They were They were very good and very strong, and I used them for the entire season. Or yeah. at least most of the season. Mm -hmm. But yeah, uh, so. yeah. Uh, now nice. one thing I saw, and I don't know if they were just referencing it or if it actually is only going to affect it, but they said they noticed it was low and the drop rates were low and running so low. So I don't know if that means that this is only impacting it if you're running an old legacy raid on your own, or and then oh. won't impact it if you're running it with someone else. I don't know. It could just be that they just said that, not thinking about, you know, oh, people might run it together. Um, yeah. I don't know. We'll have to kind of see more info if they come out with any more info on that. But either way, the rate will drop, uh, or the drop rate will go, will increase uh, when you're, at the very least, when you're running by yourself, which most people do transmog runs on their own anyway, um, except for you and Lynch. But. <laughs> Well, I, I take Lynch along. Yeah. I, I can, yeah. Most of the stuff I, I do by myself, except for right. the uh, and Taurus. Yep. Um, now, we did have some hot fixes. Uh, there, there, was... Before we go to the plus, there was just one quick change to balance for it. Before um, it we'll, get, we'll get into that. We've got that tuning stuff as well. Um, oh, okay. Uh, but as far as the, the hot fixes... Oh, I see what you're saying. They have the one on there, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was that was uh, yesterday. That was just a hot fix for an issue. It's that a clear, it's quality having. of life. Well, it's not a quality of life. It was just a, uh, a, a well, bug I mean, fix. It's, it's a quality of life. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it's just a bug fix on there. Um, with uh, some of the stuff wasn't dealing damage uh, if the target was out of line of sight, but that stuff will now. Uh, Wild mushroom and fury balloon. Uh, yeah. Anyway. The uh, Mythic Plus, the affixes, uh, they fixed an issue for the Corporeal, which that week is over anyway. Um, now, a lot of these changes were done about a week ago, so they've yeah, been out. Yeah. But uh, now we got some 25% damage reduction to uh, Gash Tooth's uh, Gash Frenzy from the Dot. Uh in Brackenhide, we've got uh, Rathai, which I think the last boss. Uh, the Wither Eruption damage reduced by 10%, and the Totem Burst cast time is increased to 7 seconds instead of 5. Uh, Halls of Infusion, Watcher Aridius, Power Overload now only targets 2 players instead of 3. Yeah. Uh, Neltharian's Lair, fix an issue that caused the Vile Shard Crawler's Acid Splatter to inflict more damage than intended. 
Rock Mora, the adds had their health reduced by 25%, and the damage from the crystalline ground was reduced by 25%. Naraxis, uh, the toxic wretch damage, the green little puddles there that are on the ground, that damage is reduced by 25%. Um, then, uh, you want to go over uh, the Neltheris stuff there? Yep, so Neltheris, the Koloshi Lava Bearer health is reduced. By 10%, the commander health reduced by 15 and the warden's health reduced by 10%. Uh, Magma Tusk, so we get into the boss in Eltheris, health reduced by 10%. Uh, Magma Lob Kulan has been increased. Which one is Magma Lob? Um, that's just where he puts, it tosses a little orange swirl puddle and drops, it turns into a oh, puddle okay. of lava. Okay, and then we have Magma Eruption, periodic damage reduced by 25%. Lava Spray damage reduced by 20 Lava Wave reduced by 15 uh, Forge Master's health reduced by 10%. Seems to be a theme in this. Dungeon <laughs> reduced in health. Uh, Blazing a Aegis damage reduced by 20%. Bla Bla uh, Blazing Hammer reduced by 20%. The Warlord health reduced by 10% again. Molten Gold damage reduced by 20%. And you want to finish? Alright. Vortex Pinnacle Assad. The Skyfall Nova ad that comes out in the last boss. Damage is reduced by 20%. Uh, for Oldemon in this part, uh, I know you guys would have liked this a couple weeks ago. Uh, the the Earthen Shards from Sentinel Talandris, the, the dot that goes on a random NPC, uh, a random player, uh, that periodic damage has been reduced by 20%. Uh, I know you and Lynch both died from that multiple times in that room because the healers just couldn't keep up. Yeah. <laughs> part of that is it was hitting hard. Part of that is the healers just couldn't handle it. Uh, yeah, and then uh, Emberon seeking flames visual has been adjusted, which I saw the video on that, and it does look a lot different. It's a lot easier to see. Okay. Um, and then Underrot, and I wondered if this was going to happen. Uh, the grotesque cores dark echoes cast times increased to one and a half seconds instead of one second, uh, which mm. is is good because I'm the one who normally in our group. I'm normally who's interrupting that dark echoes, and it is it was a very fast cast uh, right it, it usually if I, the issue is if I use another button and then he starts casting it I could not my GCD wouldn't even be up and available to use my kick until he had already started casting it so we would take right. a tick of damage anyway but now you should be able to kick to, to get a kick off on it before it even does any damage uh, yeah. which I did notice that yesterday when it didn't under eye it was a bit easier to get that yeah but uh, yeah, so some dungeon tuning, which is nice to see that uh, we're still getting some changes with stuff that they think needs it, uh, which is nice. I, I think they did a much better job tuning this season than they did season one, so that helps. But uh, moving on, excuse me, ugh, I'm tired. Moving on to some class tuning from the PTR, which uh, again. PTR launches 10.1.5 launches in four days, five days, whatever you want to call it. On the 11th, so next Tuesday, uh, it is going to be launching. Um, so you want to take us through the little tuning changes there? Yeah, I'm trying to find my Death Knight one that I had saved. Well, go ahead and take us through the Mage one that's in the notes, and then I'll, I'll look up some of the other stuff. Um, I, I'm trying. I'm trying to even find the mage ones right now. It's in the notes. The ones that don't dot esports. No, it's in the notes. 
Oh, I see it. Sure yeah, sorry, I was looking at the next one. Okay, yeah, that's better. Uh, it's just main changes, this one, though. But, um, the Frozen Touch, uh, now it grants you Bright Fees 20% more often, which is 15. I think they nerfed it a little bit recently, and then realized they need to buff it again, because I was pretty sure they nerfed it from, like, 20 to 15. And then maybe back 20, I don't know. I thought it was already nerfed, and they reverted it, though. <clears throat> um... Snowstorm is the ability that when you have Blizzard hitting multiple targets, has a 30% chance every time it does damage to increase the damage of your next by 8% second to 15 times. Um, rank 2 of this, this talent, uh, uh, increases the damage of your next by 36% second to 15 times. So that's that's a huge, huge buff. I don't know, I'm not sure how it'll play, because... You use Quota Cold typically to reset your AoE cooldowns. I don't know if you would want to save it for too long to build up stacks. I don't know how to play, but I think the buff is is nice. Um, and then the last thing here is Splitting Ice. Which is just finish some, uh, fix some wording and the, and the ability. That uh, you're Splitting Ice, Ice Lance and Ice Skills deal 5% increased damage. And hit a second target for 80% of the damage. And then Glacial Spike hits the second target for 100% of the damage, so it's just big damage on Glacial Spike. Let me see here. I'm trying to find... Uh, GP changes. Here, I'm leaking this for you. This will have Ooh, all I found those. it. I found it. Okay, so. Uh, when we start then? There, I just sent the. I just put the link in there for the. It's all. This is all the PTR changes that they've done. Okay. Like all their well, dev notes. Yeah. Okay, I see. Okay. Um. Hold on, I don't see the death knight changes. Maybe it's at the bottom towards PvP. Let me just check real quick. Sorry. That's monk. This is tons of notes. Yes, I mean, so this is the whole. This is the forum post. So, like the last one uh, was June twenty seventh. Started this thread started May eleventh. Yeah, go to the very last post. This is like all their PTR notes on everything. So I'm at June, July. Um... I'm just going to use the ones I was looking at. I can't find them. I am I'm like looking at the most recent. And I only see like Priest, Paladin, Mage, Evoker. No DK. Yeah, this is, doesn't have the DK PvP changes in it. Yeah, it's not, it doesn't. It's all good though. Um, I'll just start with the Death Knight and then you can kind of carry on after that if you, that's cool. I don't have anything on it, so. <laughs> okay. Um, so let's talk about a couple of the Frost and the Holy things then that I, that I know off by heart basically. Is, uh, so Abomination Limb was that ability that kind of grips you in. And in Shadowlands, just to continuously grip you in. But in this expansion, it only grips you once. So you can kind of get away from it, but there's basically what I get as they reduced the damage by 50%, which is fine because it wasn't really 
topping damage anyways. It's more used to pull them in anyways, so it's okay. Um, Empowered Weapons Haste bonus is now 33% effective in PvP combat. It's quite the nerf. And Spell Warden only reduces the duration of Magic Magic Shell. It's kind of, yeah. Um, so the Frox F Knights in the developer note, they're uh, making updates to Frox Knights in PvP with the goal of rewarding the spec for uptime by increasing the overall sustained damage and lowering its reliance on cooldowns. So they're nerfing Pillar of Frost by a little bit, uh, the stacking strength by a little bit, Frost Ultimate Mastery's nerf, they're all these are nerfed by 50% by the way. Um, Bone Grinder's Frost damage is increase. Now 50% effective, yeah, it's more nerfs. Uh, so, and then you get into some of the actual changes here. You got Gathering Storm, is nerfed by 50% as well, uh, which is that AoE, you know, that AoE Snowstorm that they have. Um, Remorseless Winter damage from Everfrost is reduced by 50%. Uh, during Strength increased is now 80% effective in PvP, so 20% down. Uh, this is where they're upgrading, uh, up buffing some of the non uh, single target ability or non non burst abilities. So they have frost strike damage now increased by forty five percent was thirty so went up fifteen. Obliterate damage now increased by twenty percent in PvP was eight percent. Obliterate damage now increased by additional sixty percent when killing machines not active on a PvP combat. So it's some that's just some more like sustained damage. Uh versus winner is now Damage increased by 80% PvP. Hound Blast is now increased by 30%. Frost Scythe, I don't even know why they bother. Frost Scythe is just not used. It's never used ever since it was in, in the game. But it's just, I don't know. That is now increased as well by 50%. Uh, Glacial Fast at 50%. The, the changes that I'm most looking forward to is the employee changes. Um, so, the thing, some of the things just before I get into it that is really cool about Unholy right now, it'll come in the patch, is that now you can use Army of the Dead in PvP, like Arena and stuff like that. Uh, kind of fulfills that class fantasy of raising the dead. Just cool. But instead of summoning, to nerf it for PvP, because it'd be too strong, I think, is it means instead of summoning eight ghouls with the Army of the Dead, you summon four, and your Apocalypse summons two instead of four. So you get like half, but it's still gonna be good, you know? Um, yeah, the Army of the Dead Ghouls damage now increased by 20%. The Explosion damage on uh, Festering Wound is increased by 100%. Uh, Dark Transformation's damage increased to Death Knight's Primary Pez now 50%, so it's a slight nerf. Uh, viral, virulent, virulent Plague duration is no longer reduced by 45%, so it's a buff. The damage is increased by 10%, it's a buff. Festering wound damage increased by 250% in PvP. So that'd be some nice damage. Uh, Death Coil's damage is increased by 90%. I heard that was his typo. Uh, from some of the top K's I was like, looking at today, they said the Death Coil damage is not 90, I don't think. It's gonna be less. Uh, Scourge Strike increased by 30%, and Clawing Shadows increased by 30%. Um, so that's. It's just there's upping a lot of the damage for Unholy. I, like Frost doesn't yeah. look terrible, but like I think Unholy's just so much so much more beneficial changes that it's gonna be a lot better than Frost. Now you're looking um, at are you looking at that dope esports? Yes. Dot e okay. Yeah. Yeah, those are just the full patch notes for the stuff. Those aren't like any tuning they just did. 
Yeah, I meant for coming up with the patch. Yeah, gotcha, okay. Yeah. Um, there's a... I'll just quickly go into this. I didn't, re I didn't realize this either, but... Um, I just can't be right. Um, okay, yeah, it is. So, uh, augmentation changes for PvP are coming down as well. Which is kind of surprising, because, like... Who's tried augmentation PvP yet? Nobody. But, uh, I don't know. Maybe they just preemptively make these changes. I mean, on PTR, probably. Yeah. Well, yeah, but they don't have PV they don't have the arenas. Yeah, I don't uh, know. Do they have battlegrounds uh, or anything? Uh, no. Actually, you might be able to, but I just don't think anyone queues it, to be honest. Uh, but yeah, augmentation, new PvP talent board and flame. Evan might cause you to become instant cast when it's active. That's old because they just changed it. Called Born in Flames have been slightly redesigned. Casting Evan Might, which is the buff to your teammates, uh, grants a burnout immediately and every three seconds for six seconds, reducing the casting ability to flame by 100%. So it's just you get like three or two or three instant casts off, whatever. This is where the nerfs come in. So Evan Might is no longer increased in PvP combat, was initially increased by 45%. So that's quite the nerf. Uh, upheaval damage increased by 15% was 50, so quite the nerf as well. And eruption damage increased by 50% was 100%. Uh, so that, those are some quite, quite some quite big nerfs. Uh, but like I was watching an interview today with uh, Kalamazi did with uh, one of the augmentation designers, and they said they're going to be looking very carefully into how well they're performing and make changes accordingly. And quick, apparently, so. If, weeks every week have changed needed you know um a couple more la last things is breath of eons is no longer dispellable which is good lava shield's been removed that's a pvp talent um evan might increase augmentation of ochre down to 20 percent was 14 percent and the battleground is for yeah yeah all right yeah that's all it that's it nice a little some nerfs to augmentation some uh, small buffs well, like I said, they said they're going to be watching very carefully to uh, make sure it's going to be performing as well as it should. All right. Um, and then, uh, so uh, what's uh, your weekend while been like? Um, I don't know. I'm just waiting to do big keys. I've been messing around with alts a lot, just waiting to do big keys <laughs> my mains. Uh, just got back from camping uh, a couple, you know, four or five days ago, so I, I didn't really play much last week as well, but uh, I didn't really feel like I missed out on anything, because <laughs> of the Sanguine, but, um, right. yeah, no, just, just ready to play some WoW and some Diablo, because that's what we've been doing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, finally getting back into keys this week. Last week was, uh, I, I mentioned to you, I'd, we've been I've been averaging twenty five keys a week for the first seven yep. weeks, and uh, last week I did five keys because uh, sanguine, 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 uh, yeah. sanguine just makes it not worth it. Um, I'm hoping yeah. that is the next affix that they retire, and maybe in season three we won't have sanguine. We'll have something better. Something uh, better, yeah. But we'll see. Uh, Sanguine just does nothing but increase how long it takes to do keys. It makes you fail keys over and over. Yeah. But, uh, 
Now, if there's a better way to stop stuff from hardcasting, saying it would be so bad. Yeah. But this week's a good push week, so go out there and try to uh, get some high keys done. Uh, we'll be doing a bunch of 17s, 18s tonight, and tomorrow night, probably. So yeah. get some nice numbers and increase those scores. Get some more uh, aspect crests so we can finish crafting our gear. That is, that's probably my goal for this uh, weekend is to get both of my last two pieces of gear crafted to 447. Uh, yes. So I think I just need eight crests to make that happen. So that should be pretty nice. easy to get done. We do 10, 12 dungeons. I should have that. Yeah. So, uh, yep. Goal is to get that taken care of this week. Start upgrading everything and be in good shape going forward. But yep. Uh, yep, that's about all I got. You got anything else? Here. Nope. Just uh, look forward to doing next next week as well. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, uh, you can always, if you have any thoughts or comments you want to give, feel free to comment on the uh, channel. Uh, you can also hit us up at uh, Twitch or Twitter or YouTube, whatever we're on. Uh, I've got uh, I'm on Twitch. You can find me at twitch.tv slash buckblind. You can also find me at uh, kick.com slash buckblind, I think. Or I think it's what it is. Then uh, <laughs> YouTube, Buckblind Demon Hunter, or Twitter at buckblinddh. Bio, what are yours? Uh, kick you underscore Bioshock, just for uh, Twitch and YouTube. Yep, yep. So you can feel free to find him. He streams a lot. I stream a lot. So feel free to come check us out, watch us do some runs, ask us questions, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but that's about all I got. Yep. So uh, I guess we will see you guys next time. Yeah. Bye. <laughs>